Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Two of my favorites this week. Kristen Sokol is here, professional relationship and dating coach at KristenSokol.com. And Francine Gianni is with me, former executive director of the Department of Commerce. Can we lighten it up just a little bit this last time? I know that this coming week is Thanksgiving, which, and as much as I love Christmas and I do love Christmas, Thanksgiving has always been my favorite. I, I'm not even sure why, Kristen, but tell me what this holiday is like in, in your family. Oh, well, you know, we usually stay close. Um, we're lucky. My husband's family and my family both live here in Salt Lake Valley. So we're usually able to do dinner at one place and dessert at the other, which is fun. So we always start the day out with a turkey trot. Um, you know, we do a, a like a not quite a mile run around one of my brother's neighborhoods. And over the years, we have accumulated quite a following of people who come out and we take donations and um, give them to, you know, the road home or whatever charity we're supporting. Um, and then the highlight has always been at my house, we make a multi-layered jello and I'm not talking about like three or four layers. Like our record is 24 layers. Um, I'm not quite that ambitious anymore. So it, I mean, it's at least 12 because I mean, are you even trying if you're doing less than a dozen layers of this jello? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. What, what's your favorite Thanksgiving? Uh, what, what thing could you not have Thanksgiving without? Oh, it would, I mean, for sure it would be mashed potatoes. Like it's a oh, staple, no. gotta have it, mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, you know, I want to do this year, though. I really want, and I don't know if I'm just hungry for it, but have, I don't know if you've ever been to a baby shower or wedding shower. They have that broccoli salad with the bacon. Oh, yeah. and the, that's, I think that's going to be my other contribution, um, oh. just to put a little, you know, freshness on the table. Yeah. I like it. What, what's <laughs> yeah. it like at your house, Francine? Well, I, first of all, I love the holiday. There's always lots of food. Growing up, we always had being 100% Sicilian, we always had a pasta dish, and that was always first. So we either had lasagna or bakziti or manicotti, and I am making bakziti. And then because people prefer the pasta dish, I only get now, uh, I, I will get a big turkey breast rather than a big turkey. And then we'll do everything else, you know, the yams, the mashed potatoes, and all those kinds of good things. Um, I have this year given my daughters, they are now, it's it's time, we've given them an assignment. So one of them is making a salad that we just got a recipe for that is very yummy and delicious. And uh, the other one is going to make uh, a pink jello salad that is a recipe of my my best friend who uh, is no longer with us, but it was a favorite when she would come over. Oh, so oh, we will have that. we will have pasta and we will remember people um, who are not with us. You know that um, this year is the first year that we won't have all our kids with us because things just worked out in a way that my daughter who lives in Tokyo couldn't come back and my son is going to be with his girlfriend's family and and I get it. It's just, I, I do feel a little sad in advance. And yet I want to relish those children who I am lucky enough to, to still have with me on that day. So I, yeah, letting go, but also embracing. That's that's the time of life I'm in, I guess. Yeah, no, it, it is hard when you, I mean, my one daughter that is married, her, her in-laws live in Oregon. So she'll be there for uh, Christmas. But next year they'll be with Christmas for me and she is having a baby in April. So oh, it is oh, my first, oh, my first grandbaby, and I'm life so is more exciting. 
Oh, Francine, I'm so jealous. That's hey, all I, I wanted to grandbaby. I thought I'd be in a wheelchair by the time I got one. So, uh, oh, so looking like I'm going to be time. right there going. All right. Uh, the, the time is, is, is going by too fast. Kristen, would you please share with our audience? I, Kristen is a matchmaker. And whenever I think of that, I always think of, of the old musical, you know, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> and, and yet this is, this is a profession that exists all over the world. You just met with the, the top matchmakers from all over the world. Tell us about that. Okay. Oh my gosh. I would love to. Okay. Well, I'm only a quasi matchmaker. I really bill myself more as a dating coach. Um, I do believe in the process of, of matchmaking, but I found that it's much more affordable for the, for, you know, a regular type person um, to be able to learn some of these skills, be able to fill their knowledge gap of, you know, understanding why I'm not making connections. There is data and research and science about how healthy romantic relationships develop. And so that's really what I spend most of my time doing is helping people figure out why they're not connecting and get out of their own ways. And when I find two people that I think would fit real well together, of course, I'm going to, you know, set up those matches and many of them work. Some of them don't uh, because really we are our own best matchmaker. But what you're asking about, um, so we had a meeting of the minds. It's called the Love MBA. Rachel Greenwald was the was the instructor. She's a Harvard educated MBA. She's written several best New York Times bestselling relationship based books, and she had this training at her 18 million dollar home on the on the water in La Jolla. It was so creamy oh and amazing. And we had people from all over the world, from you know Shanghai, China, and from London, and from from all over the United States. Um, and we had 34 women and one man. And <laughs> they, we are all servicing our own, you know, unique client niches. And um, many of them are just have been in this industry for, you know, as long as I have, which I can't believe it's been more than 15 years for me. And it was just so great to hear what they're doing, best business practices, and most fascinating the way that AI is changing the landscape for dating and How the so? implications that it has. Well, you know, as far as, you know, a, a big part of the market share is going to online, you know, dating apps, right? And AI, there's some really phenomenal tools out there who will analyze dating profiles and make recommendations of what you could say in return based on what emotion you want to convey. So you just tell it, I want to convey, I want to convey friendly, or I want to convey yeah, apprehensive. And it can, you know, write these prompts in whatever voice you want it to, including yours. And it's getting people like in real life sooner. It's phenomenal. You don't think that it's happening here and now, but I'm here to tell you that the future is now. <laughs> I want to, I want to do a story on you and what you do. Oh, anyway. love to. Ladies, can I just say I love you both and happy holidays and thank you for your friendship. Happy holidays to you as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week here on A Woman's View. If you enjoy Amanda Dixon, join us back here each weekday for news and stories important to our community. Amanda hosts Utah's Morning News from 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio.